Hello, everyone, and welcome to the inaugural episode of the First to Third podcast. Um, we're three college students here at ASU, uh, Keenan, I'm Noah, and that's Andrew. And uh, it's a show where we kind of just talk about all things baseball. Um, today, it's our first episode, and the playoffs are just about underway. Regular season just ended today. All games uh, finished up just a few hours ago. And uh, we're going to be deep diving into uh, the postseason starting. And our playoff picks, um, along with a homer draft of some uh, guys who we think are going to do good and hit some bombs in the playoffs. So we'll get right back. Uh, well, we get underway to start it off. Um, playoff picture, it shaped out almost mostly yesterday with all teams clinching spots. So it's not the end of the season, you know, kind of finish we wanted here on the last day. But uh, how do you think... How do you think things uh, played out, Keenan? I got exactly what I wanted. Uh, the Astros defeated the Diamondbacks today 8-1 to and paired with the Rangers 1-0 loss to the Seattle Mariners. They are officially the AL West champions, which means they'll get a first-round bye. And uh, that was the big storyline today was who was going to clinch the AL West oh, crown time. after all the speculation for months. And uh, so now the Rangers are demoted to the fifth wildcard spot. They'll be going up against the Tampa Bay Rays. I think that was the big news today. Anything else? Yeah, no, that was the only game that really mattered, right? Um, yeah. I think, uh, no, the Blue Jays and Rays game, that, like, there was seeding there. But. Oh, yeah, that, that's true. But, uh, yeah, a lot of the, or all the playoff spots were clinched yesterday. Um, since he was eliminated, the Cubs uh, got knocked out in Seattle. We're all done by yesterday, so today was all just basically seeding, but... You know, looking ahead to the playoff picture, we got a few good matchups. Uh, playoff schedule, they just announced it, and it's the same for all three days. So if I pull I can, it up here. I can actually pull it up. So I know for a fact that we will be starting with uh, the Texas Rangers and the Tampa Bay Rays starting us off every day uh, through Tuesday, October 3rd, all the way to Thursday, October 5th. Uh, for our time, that will be starting at noon. It should be starting at noon. Uh, then it'll be the Toronto Blue Jays and the Minnesota Twins. Uh, for us, that'll be starting around 12.30. Then the Arizona Diamondbacks and the Milwaukee Brewers, that'll be starting around 3. And then to finish off, the Miami Marlins and the Philadelphia Phillies starting around 5 o'clock. And like Noah said, that'll be repeating every single day for the wild card round. Yeah, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Uh, Andrew, we'll start in the AL. We'll go through series by series. By series. What are your thoughts? Texas and Tampa. Well, this is probably the most uh, intriguing uh, wild card matchup just because both teams were hot out of the gate to start the season. Both kind of sputtered as the dog days of summer rolled around. Um, obviously, both teams have gotten a lot of injuries in their rotation, but they've been constantly good on offense. Rays have a better bullpen, probably by a significant margin. So yeah. I feel like that might be the deciding factor. But um, Corey Seager is... Probably the best, the best hitter in the series. Um, Rangers offense is just, you know, they've been able to do stuff with runners on, in scoring position. I'm, I'm really excited to watch this series. It's going to be interesting to see this series play out because I feel like both teams lack good starting pitching uh, as of right now. Uh, the Rays is due heavily to injury. We'll see McClanahan. It'll be really up to glass now. And like you said, Andrew, the excellent bullpen. Uh, for the Rangers, you've got a series of probably Montgomery, uh, Heaney, and a couple other names, but those aren't, and they, they struggled big time against the Seattle Mariners, 
They lost three out of the four uh, in the series to close them. That lost in the AL West. So I'm kind of setting with the Rays right now. How about you, Noah? Yeah, I think Tampa's got a little more experience, obviously. They've been to the postseason more recently than Texas has. First time since, what, 2016? I think since uh, Texas has made it. And uh, like you said, it's going to be a good Tampa bullpen. But both these offenses really good. They're, in terms of run scored, top two in the American League. And by good margin, uh, Tampa with 860, Texas 881. So these teams are going to be swinging. Like you said, you got probably a top three AL MVP candidate in Corey Seager. Um, but te- uh, Tampa just always seems to find a way to have a good team in the regular season and have a decent little playoff run. Uh, you know... They got Texas has got a few good starters. I really like Montgomery. Evaldi's uh, done it on the biggest of stages. I think that 2018 World Series, he's done it. And he, in that long 18-inning game, he pitched the last seven, six or seven innings in the game he wasn't even supposed to start. And so he's done it on the brightest of lights. If he can do it for one of these games in the three-game set, uh, Texas steals one. And if it goes to a game three... Obviously, it's going to be all hands on deck, so I'm really excited. I'm kind of leaning Texas, but surprisingly, they made this the first matchup of the day when probably the least amount of people can watch it. Uh, even on the East Coast, it'll be at 3 p.m., so they're starting the day off with this series, but I don't know. This is probably one of the most fun ones of the four. Um, I don't know. It's interesting the Miami and Philly one being the last one, but... You know, whatever whatever ESPN wants to do. What are your guys' predictions? Who do you think is winning? And I, how many? I think it'll go to three, but I'm going to lean towards Tampa Bay. i really like to see a series between Tampa Bay and Baltimore in the next round. I think the bullpen is really going to uh, shut down the Rangers' offense since they've already been sputtering towards the end of the season. So I'll go Tampa in three. I'll go Tampa in two. I think uh, Glasnow and Eflin back-to-back. In addition to that, bullpen is bad, bad look for uh, what the Rangers are going to have to face. And the Rays have just been consistent on offense all year. They have you know, one, two, three, four, like just a bunch of solid bats all over the lineup, even without Wander Franco. So uh, I, I think I'll take them in two. I'll take Tampa as well, but I'll take them in three. Uh, I do think that the Rangers steal one of the first two. They probably, I think they'll take game two, but I think Tampa – is just going to be too much. If they can uh, stop the Texas offense for two games, um, they're going to out-hit them because I think they have, they obviously have the better pitching. So, yeah, you've got guys like Arozarena who's been in the playoffs before. Like I said, biggest of stages as well. 2020 World Series, he showed up in a big way. I think Tampa, they're going to get this one. They're going to head to Baltimore in my eyes, uh, take on the... Number one seed in AL East showdown, but uh, we'll talk about the other AL series first. Uh, it'll be the Minnesota Twins hosting the Toronto Blue Jays. The Baby Jays finally, or uh, back in the playoffs, I should say. Um, you know, it really came down to them and the Mariners, kind of, uh, and and Houston as well. But them and the the Mariners were kind of fighting there towards the end as to who'd get that spot. Ends up being Toronto. Um, what are we thinking about that one? To me, this just seems 
kind of like a repeat of what we saw last year with the Blue Jays, just incredibly inconsistent and frustrating. There's no denying when you look at their lineup and the talent on their team that they should be one of the top teams in the AL, but they just can't put it together consistently. I think the Twins are probably the best matchup for them because um, the Twins really struggled to uh, be consistent all year as well, and they barely won the AL Central by, I believe, just 84, 85 wins. Uh, but I think the Blue Jays are going to want to avenge last year's embarrassment. Obviously, we saw their meltdown in Game 2. Yeah. So I think they would like to at least re uh, reach the second round, and who knows? Andrew? Um, this series is... I don't think there's going to be much offense at all. Like, <laughs> I'm just putting that out there. Both these rotations are really good, really good pitching all around, honestly. Because you have, like, Sonny Gray, Pablo Lopez, and... Joe Ryan going against Gosman, Barrios, and Bassett. So, you know, it's just going to come down to, you know, which bats can come through in the uh, clutch moments. Um, I feel like I'm leaning towards more Torontos, but, again, Minnesota is, I want to say, the top five in home runs. And, you know, in a series like this, I feel like being able to hit home runs, even if it's a solo shot, that could be the difference in a very tight game like that. Yeah, they got three different outfielders here with, 20 plus they got Gallo Taylor and Kepler one of them's probably gonna DH but yeah Edward Julian had a nice little year with them Royce Lewis he's been what he like five grand slams this year or something like that four uh, I know for sure um, so if he's in a big spot that's gonna be good for them but yeah another I think mean, close maybe not the most exciting offensively uh, like you were saying but I really like this matchup I probably think it's I think it's going the distance as well. I'm going to say... I think Kevin Gosman is going to help Toronto win this series. I'm going to take them with the upset. When was the last time Minnesota won a playoff series? When was the last Even time won they won a game? They haven't exactly. won a playoff game in, since they beat the Moneyball A's. So 20 years we're looking at? Two decades? Yeah, their last playoff win was literally in Moneyball. That's I, insane. I think we win. I think they win a game, but I don't think they win the series. They end... A drought, but not the bigger drought. Exactly. Yeah, and they're not going to make it to even an ALDS. I say Toronto in three on the road. I think I might be leaning more towards Minnesota in the series, mainly because I think the lights are a little brighter for the Blue Jays. The Twins, uh, I think they, they won their division, and uh, like you said, but they've got good uh, hitters in their lineup. But I feel like... The expectations are brighter for Toronto. You know, they're back-to-back -back playoff appearances. Uh, they're looking for, like I said, to avenge their embarrassing loss last year. I think this could be similar to Rays and the Guardians last year, where it's just going to be all pitching, no offense. I think I'm going to go with the upset. I'll go, which is crazy because the Twins are the third seed, <laughs> but they're seen as more of an underdog. I'll go Twins in three. Yeah, 87 wins, but they're in the Central, so they get, I think... Nine game or how many games? Like nine to twelve against each opponent, I believe. Yeah, so somewhere around there. So that's thirty to forty games against Tigers, Guardians, White Sox, Royals. Uh, they have to want a lot of those. Only eighty-seven wins. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna take Toronto in three as well. I think their bullpen is gonna give the, the, the be the main difference in this series. I feel like Jordan Romano and Tim Mesa, one from the left side, one from the right side. Elite duo. They both. Um, uh, Romano with a 2-9 ERA and uh, Mesa with a 1-3-8. So, and I just feel like 
lineup where you have guys like with uh, Bo Bichette and George Springer and uh, Brandon Belt, Vlad Jr. I feel like that's just deeper and something I would trust more in this setting. Yeah, I like I like their starting pitching. So I picked them Barrios and Bassett along with Gosman. That's going to be a pretty good combo. And if they go Kikuchi out of the bullpen and then you bring on Meza, Romano, yeah. Gonna it's going to be tough to face. It's yeah. Gonna, yeah, it's going to be pretty good. But, you know, you got a guy who's been in the playoffs a lot in Korea that could be a leader on that team. Also, um, former Astro on the other side. Exactly. Springer, yes, gonna they're, they're going to both. Either way, and Houston, the winner gets to play Houston, Houston, exactly. Houston gets some sort of uh, reunion in some sorts of playoff, playoff series. Um, so no matter what. Um, yeah, so you know, two of us got Toronto, you got Minnesota. Um, but let's go over to the NL now. Uh, third, yeah, we'll go with this one. The three versus six, Milwaukee hosting, I guess, can we call them the home? We're not hometown, but <laughs> our city's the team, the, the local, local, the yeah. local team, yeah. the Arizona Diamondbacks, they'll be over at uh, Miller Park for their, their series against the Brewers. What do you think about this one, Keenan? Well, I got to personally watch the Brewers for two of their final three games of the season. Yeah, and uh, it just, uh, the Diamondbacks, uh, excuse me, they just did not look very impressive against uh, an Astros team that was limping into the final home stretch. (laughs) uh, They were not able to put up any offense whatsoever. They lost eight to one today, lost one to nothing yesterday, and two to one. Uh, in the game that we all went to yeah. on uh, was Friday. Friday. Yep. So I think it's going to mainly be relying on the backs of Cattell Marte and Corbin Carroll to carry the offense. The big drawback to root for the Diamondbacks is Zach Gallon and Merrill Kelly both pitched in the series against Houston, which means that they won't be able to start until uh, a Later probable game three. And it'll be on short rest. Exactly. Yeah, we're bringing up. So they pitched Friday, Saturday. If you look at who pitched Friday, uh, that Gallen. would is that was Gallen. Zach Gallon. So he'll have Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. That's four days of rest. If you want to pitch him for a game two, that's, have, a, that's a short, short yeah, that's short. Rest. If you want him on full rest, that's going to be on Thursday, which wouldn't be game three, which means you wouldn't even be playing Merrill Kelly at that point. So either they're pitching on four days rest, or you save them for a game five. But at that point. You might not, or game three, you might not even be in a series. Um, I don't know. What do you think, Andrew? Um, there is definitely an issue with the D-backs pitching. <laughs> they probably, I don't know what they're going to do in game one. They're going to have to, Bullpen. um, Lavella is going to have to cook up something, you know, ingenuitive to, because they don't have an MLB quality start, like not even just like bad, like they don't have someone who's capable. So yeah. they're going to have to probably go bullpen game and hope. You know, some of their bullpen pieces can give them a multiple innings. And then on the other side, pitching is nowhere near an issue for the Brewers. I believe they had the number one staff ERA in the league this year. Um, and three-headed monster of Corbin Burns, uh, Brandon Woodruff, and Freddie Peralta. We saw this in 2021 where they won the NL Central with relative ease off the backs of those three. And, you know, it's kind of a lesser version of them this year just because the offense is worse. It's below league average, so... Kind of a clash of you got heavy offense, no pitching in the D backs, and heavy pitching, no offense. So I'm really excited to watch this series. Yeah, I want to see Corbin Carroll against Corbin Burns, Brandon <laughs> Woodruff, Freddie Peralta. 
Two of those guys, I think, are almost on a week's rest. The last time they pitched, the 23rd and 24th. Um, and then you got Corbin Burns for a game three, if if that's where they're going to need him. Arizona, it is going to be tough it's, to win two games. It's definitely a disadvantage for the D-backs. I like how they perform. I think it's great that with their relatively new and young core that they were able to make the playoffs this year. I'm just not sure that this is really the year for them to push far. I like, um, I really like the pitching. That three-headed monster, like we talked about for the Brewers, I think that's going to make it tough for the D-backs to even push it to a game. We didn't even mention the Brewers' bullpen, where they have <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. uh, Devin Williams and uh, Joel Piamps. Um, Abner Uribe, Elvis Paguero, I could go on and on. They've, on. they've had a really good bullpen. Even ever since they've traded away Hater, they have only seemed to have gotten better. Um, yeah, it's tough for the Diamondbacks because this was like a must-win series against Houston. And not only did they, they got swept, right? Oh, yeah. They got swept, and they used their best starting pitchers. So they got stuck with the, I don't know about better matchup, because when you look at it, even though playing the Brewers, you think, oh, they played in the Central. It's not a you know, tough division to go through. They have three of the best starting pitchers in all of baseball and certainly in the playoff picture. You look at top three, I don't know if there's many other healthy top threes left in the postseason that could go up against them. You're, you'd be hard to find. You, you'd, you can make an argument that they are the best that's left. So... Arizona needs that offense to step up. They need to take tomorrow to reset, or I guess you guys are going to see this on Monday. So they're going to need to take this off day to reset and and kind of get back in the right headspace because Corman Carroll was a guy who hit 25 bombs and was stealing 50 bases this year. So if he can get on base, that's almost a free double. Um, and if you got Gurriel and Gabriel Moreno behind him. Christian Walker always seems to show up, at least against Clayton Kershaw, <laughs> seems to show up. But if he can hit a lefty uh, out of the bullpen, uh, like a Hobie Milner, um, especially late in the game, that's you, what they're going to need. You were super excited that the D-backs got a possible matchup against the Dodgers and oh, the yes. LDS. Absolutely. I will be in Chase Field if they play. I already have my tickets. I'm really hoping that they make it. If not, I get a refund, so I get my money back. But if they do make it, it would be against the Dodgers. But let's let's take it back a step. What do we think predictions-wise? How is this series going to go? I hate to say it, i got to go Brewers in two. I, I think it's going to be, like I said, tough for them to push it to three. I think the Brewers pitcher gets it done. Yeah, i got Brewers in two. It's going to be a couple of long nights for the D-backs. But they get that playoff experience going forward. Yeah, I want to hold out hope. But I think whichever two it is, likely... Peralta and Woodruff um, in some sort of order for the first two. I think Brewers sweep. Um, in Miller Park, they've had a lot of, you know, decent little playoff runs, or they've had playoff runs in recent years. You know, they hosted a Game 7 of an NLCS just uh, a few seasons ago back in 2018. So they got a good playoff ex uh, fan, like, experience um, that they've had before. And I think the Brewers fans, they're going to show out because it's a 6, six o'clock local time. Everyone will be out of work over there. Oh, yeah. So it should be very exciting for all of the uh, Brewers faithful. And, yeah, Arizona's going to you know, get that playoff experience, but it might just be a year early for them. Um, and we will move on to the final of the four playoff matches. It's going to be the one at 5 o'clock every day here in the West Coast, at least. Miami 
Marlins heading up to or yeah up to Citizens Bank Park and playing the Philadelphia Phillies. What do we think of this one? I know a lot of people probably don't have this one marked down as the most exciting playoff series this year. I like this one a lot. It's kind of interesting uh, to see. I like the Marlins uh, making the playoffs a lot. I think they made some really smart moves, especially at the deadline by acquiring Josh Bell and Jake Berger. Uh, I think the Phillies pitching, though, and their playoff experience with their deep run last year is really going to help them out here in the home field advantage, too. So uh, I, I think the Marlins pitching is going to keep them in the series. I could definitely see as going to three, but I'm starting to lean towards the Phillies. What about you guys? Yeah. Uh, go ahead, Andrew. Um, I'm kind of thinking the other way when it comes to that series. There's just um, – yeah, I, I, I can't really find excitement for this at all. I think the Phillies are probably the sleeper team. They made the World Series last year, and um, yeah. same guys are around. Bryce Harper, Brandon Marsh, Schwarber, Ramuto, Turner. They added Trey Turner. Yeah, you, you yeah. took a team that made the World Series and added Trey Turner. Yeah, and the Marlins, I, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the Marlins, not, not much excitement there. Yeah, yeah right? Like, their lineup is solid all around, but like... Going against a really good Phillies pitching staff and a bunch of inexperienced, because the Marlins won't have Alcantara, so it'll be a bunch of inexperienced starters going against. It's kind of the young versus the old, and I feel like this, this favors Philadelphia in so many different ways. Yeah, the experience, I think, is going to win out in this one. Yeah, I do want to say, I do want to focus on the f potential Phillies pitching, because we could be seeing Wheeler, Nola, and then for a game three, either Suarez, maybe we see Lorenzen in there. Um, and that's, uh, I've, as a fan of a team that went against them in the World Series last year, that's a, that's a tough pitching staff to go up against. Yeah, they took it to six. Um, Aaron Nola is going to be, uh, you know, a game one starter, you said. That's a really good uh, guy you want on the mound. Um, they have that experience. They, like you said, were in the World Series last year. Um, what are we looking? Yeah, they got a few guys with over twenty bombs. You got Real Muto, a catcher, one of the better, one of the best hitting catchers left in this playoffs. Uh, Harper has come back and he's been what they've needed him to be. You know, the average at two ninety three is what you kind of want from him, especially if he's not at a hundred percent coming back from injury. Trey Turner, I think there's been a bunch of stats since that standing ovation he got has been playing really good. Um, because he needed that confidence booth, boost, and then Castellanos is going to hit you some bombs. And then you got Kyle Schwarber, the anomaly here. Kind of. What's his, what's his batting average? 197, <laughs> but he's got 47 homers. Walks, walks 18% of the time. He Never is, he is the, uh, strikeouts 30% of the time. Wow. He's three true outcomes. He, he is the definition of a modern, like if you, if you look at how people say, oh, they're, they're just strike out a walk or a homer. This is the guy they point to because, yeah, he's not getting, you know, many base hits. There was, I don't know if he ended the season, but I know there was a stretch where it was always like, is he going to end up with more home runs or just general base hits? I don't know what he ended after hits, but in terms of homers, 47. Um, he is going to hit some home runs if they go far in this postseason, at least in the first series. Um, and then if they move on to Atlanta, uh, they beat him last year. Yeah, he's, he's definitely a postseason hitter, and I think they really like getting the chance to go up against Atlanta last year. That's I don't want to say exactly the same scenario because I feel like the element of surprise behind Philly is gone now. 
but I mean they dismantled a hundred plus win Atlanta team last year. See yeah. if they can do it again this year. What do you think is gonna happen? Uh, I'll go. I'll go Phillies in two again. I feel like um, it's just another team with the Marlins where I'm impressed that they were able to make it there in the beginning of their window. I really like how they could be shaping up next year. I just don't think it's gonna happen in 2023. Yeah, it's kind of a a tough spot for the for the Marlins because they're going up against the team that kind of everyone wanted to avoid in terms of the Brewers and Phillies. You didn't want to play the Phillies just because they had been in the World Series. I'm going to say Phillies in three. I do think the Marlins steal one because um, they've had a really good stretch of games where they've climbed back into the postseason picture, and obviously they've made it. I do think they take game one. Ah, actually, I don't even know. I, I think they would take game one, and Phillies would come back with a vengeance in game two, and then they'll take game three. So Phillies in three for me. Phillies in two. But yeah, Easy. this this one, it it could go totally wrong, and the Phillies win by seven runs each game. That um, is what will happen. I'm yeah. I am hoping at least here that it goes to three because I want a little bit of action. I didn't want to pick both NL series to go only the minimum two, but you know we'll see. Either way, gonna be a tough ride for any of them to make it past the next round when they uh, take on Atlanta. So now that we've gone through all four of the initial series. We'll go back to the AL and kind of see how we, kind of talk about how we see things shaping out the end of the way and go up all the way until we get an American League champion for both sides. Bottom of the bracket, Keenan, you had Texas? Uh, I actually had Tampa, Tampa Bay. Tampa. They would be facing Baltimore. Talk a little bit about Baltimore. Well, um, it's the Baby Birds. Uh, it's pretty unbelievable that they have been able to have the best record, 100-plus win season with uh, an incredibly young core of Adley Rutschman, uh, Gunnar Henderson, a dominant pitching staff. This is a very complete team, and it's amazing that they're this good this early. Matching up against Tampa Bay, uh, we saw some really exciting series against these two teams uh, this month. And in terms of which one I think is better, I think the Orioles are definitely going to give the Rays a run for their money. Uh, the Rays' injuries, I think, are really going to show up in the series. Their lack of uh, starting pitching. And I wouldn't be surprised to see the Orioles pull it out in around six or seven games. Yeah. Um, Orioles. Wait, wait, uh, best of five. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I would say. Four or five games? I can see it going to five. I think uh, it'll be a, a five game series. Yeah. Anywho, I have. I have my doubts when it comes to the Orioles. I just feel like their pitching is kind of suspect, especially without Felix Bautista. They, uh, I don't really trust any of their starters significantly. I mean, Kyle Bradish was good this year, but I, I mean, when it comes down to the playoffs, you need to be able to have pitchers that are going to just put up zeros and zeros, and I don't know if they can outpace a team like the Rays when it comes to doing that. I feel like they're at a disadvantage especially without Felix Bautista. I might be looking at a different, if you have a guy like that who's just going to shut you down, but, I mean, guys like um, Kyle Gibson, Grayson Rodriguez have just, you know, they've had their inconsistencies. Yeah. And, I mean, their offense is good. I like their offense. Adley Rushman, Henderson, Santander, Hayes, Mullen, like, I could go on. But um, at the end of the day, I just think it's not their time yet. 
Yeah, you're probably going to have a guy like Jack Flaherty pitching some big innings, and like he has him. not been the pitcher that they expected uh, coming over from St. Louis, even if it is out of the bullpen. He's going to be pitching some innings in a five-game series. I mean, they won over 100 games for a reason, but in a five-game series, it's not always the best team that wins. Um, I still think they're going to pull out in five. I think no matter who they play, this one goes five. I think they advance, no matter if it's Texas or Tampa. Um, I'm going to say them in five. Probably going to have to rely on that offense, though. They're going to need that home field advantage for games one, two, and Absolutely maybe agree. five. But they're going to need Rutschman to show up uh, in his first playoff games. Henderson, his first playoff games. Um, Everyone's first playoff games. Yeah, they, yeah, I think I saw a stat. The Dodgers have like hundreds of games of playoff experience on their roster. Baltimore, I think... Has 56, 57 total games of experience. That's crazy. Like I think, most of it's from, you know, guys like, like Flaherty, Kyle Gibson, Gibson, Jack Flaherty. Flaherty has yeah. a few. Yeah, they don't have many guys that have been in the postseason or have played at all. I think they're going to pull it out. It's going to be a tough one. Yeah. Now, uh, on the upper half of the bracket, I picked the Twins to defeat the Blue Jays, and they'll be going up against. Uh, the Houston Astros in the ALDS. This one, is, I think it could be closer than people expect, especially since the Twins break their long playoff drought. I'm going to go Strohs and four. I think the playoff experience is going to be huge here. The thing that really stops me from trusting uh, Houston fully is their offense has been terrible this year. Uh, they really struggled up until the final game against the D-backs. Uh, but I think... Uh, their experience with last year's run, got guys like Alvarez, Tucker, Altuve hitting. I could see them getting it done and advancing to the ALCS again. I think um, whoever wins that series is um, at a disadvantage against the Astros. I just feel like Astros have by far a better lineup than either the Blue Jays yeah. or the Twins. I, I think the Astros pitching been shaky more times than not, but I feel like if you're going to go in there with Verlander, Valdez, and, you know, whoever you want to fill in for a game, three, four, France, five. Brown, maybe. Just a bunch Connor. of guys, like, you know, they're not elite, but they can give you five innings, three yeah, and runs. They've done it before. Which will get the job done with this offense. Uh, you know, just a bunch of very talented bats up and down the uh, lineup. Kyle Tucker, Alvarez, Bregman, Altuve, McCormick. And, you know, even if they, you know, start, um, what's his face, uh, Maldi, he, <laughs> <laughs> he's terrible, but, I mean, he's one out of nine spots in the order, and, I mean, it's easy to overcome, even though it should be Yiner Diaz. Yeah, uh, the guy who's hit, I believe, fourth or fifth most home runs on the entire team will probably not be starting the majority of the playoff games just because of Maldi's intangibles on defense. Yeah, Yiner Diaz, 23 homers, and Martin Maldonado um, with his elite, uh, let's see his average, 192 batting average. So that's like taking Kyle Schwarber, but taking away all the home runs. There's um, a difference of three and a half war between the two. Yeah, probably not the guy. He also strikes out more than Kyle Schwarber, so he's even worse in that aspect. And walks he, less. And he walks less. Runs. So he's uh, Kyle Schwarber without the power and just worse in every other aspect. Um, <laughs> with the same average, though. So, so just Kyle Schwarber minus the talent. 
Yeah, basically. Spoiler minus what Kyle Schroeder does. Yeah. So. But we're both agreeing that we could be seeing uh, Houston and Baltimore, or in your case, Andrew, Houston, Houston versus Tampa Bay. Houston versus Tampa. I, yeah, I think Houston, like you said, or, yeah, I think Houston's going to, they've been off- offensively inconsistent, but they got guys who can can hit it a little bit. Jordan Alvarez, he's going to be out there. He is going to be his playoff self, uh, turning games upside down uh, in an instant. I, it's going to be hard to pick the Blue Jays over a team as maybe, I don't know if it's the same this year when you think of the Astros, but it's still the Astros. They're a team that has been to six straight uh, ALCSs. What is it? Every ALCS since 2017. 18, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. I'm going to put 23. I think it's going to be seven. I have Houston moving on. Um, so we would... I would have Houston in the ALCS. Uh, you would have Houston. You he, would as well. He, no bias, of course. Oh, no. None at all. <laughs> and then I got Baltimore taking them on. You have... Baltimore uh, in the this series, I'll I'll have them defeating Tampa. Tampa, and then you have. I'll have Tampa in that series. Tampa. Actually, I had uh, Baltimore beating. Oh, Baltimore. Tampa. So, so we both have Baltimore and Astros. He has Texas and the Astros. Tampa. Tampa. Tampa and the Astros. Yeah, but at, at the, the end, match of the twenty twenty. Yeah, we both yeah. have the we all have the Astros going, and then either the Orioles or the Rays matching up. In the who, do you, who do you got moving on from that one? The Rays. Tampa? You got Tampa going back to the World yes. Series? Yes. <laughs> I feel like when it comes down to the best combination of pitching and offense, I feel like I might have that the uh, best in the league. I mean, the Dodgers and the Braves might be in the league of their own when it comes to that, now that I think about it. But, um, in terms of the American League. Mm-hmm. In the American League, yes. I feel like I trust their starters more than the Astros, and I feel like their lineup is good enough to make a, a team that will be starting Hunter Brown or Christian Javier in the playoffs. They'll make them pay for it. Yeah, it's a lot more of a coin flip Yeah. Um, in terms of the top teams. Like in the National League, you got Dodgers, you have the Braves that are clearly above everyone else. But like you said, it could kind of be any, everyone. I have Houston moving on in terms of Houston against Baltimore. Um, I think Baltimore's run ends early, and as it should, because this was kind of a year where no one expected Baltimore to not only win the division, but win it with 100 games with a very low payroll. I got Houston going back to the World Series yet again, uh, unsurprisingly, in probably five or six against the uh, Orioles. I appreciate your belief. Um, I will say this. If we get an Astros-Rays ALCS, I would have Tampa over Houston, I think. Uh, I saw in person them go up against the Rays at home. <coughs> they were dominated by Tampa Bay. Uh, but I think if it's Houston-Baltimore, I'm going to take Houston. Uh, again, I think that playoff experience is really going to shine. I think Houston plays their best baseball win in October, and they need to perform yeah. the most. Uh, so I think it'll be a close series. I could easily see it going to six or seven in the ALCS, but uh, I'll, I'll put my Astros in the World Series. It's it's going to be shaky, though. I'll say that for sure. All right. And to the other side. Back to the NL. We all had Milwaukee playing Los Angeles. Dodger Stadium's going to be rocking in the NLDS. I wish I could go back home to see it. This is a team that started off not in first place. 
up until like June in the National League West. Oh, the old Dodgers, they're picking up Jason Hayward and Miguel Rojas and J.D. Martinez, and what do they go out and do? Jason Hayward has his best year in almost, since like the early 2010s, mid-2010s, and J.D. Martinez is like top four on the team in bombs, or top, I don't know yeah. what he was. I'll cliff was, notes. The Dodgers are really good at what they're doing. Uh, you know, after the All-Star break, there was no doubt that they were going to win the, the division. the best records in all baseball, yeah. And when it comes to a Brewers versus Dodgers uh, NLDS, uh, I'm going to take the Dodgers. I think, now, <laughs> we've joked about this a lot. You got Game 1, Kershaw. Game 2, Bobby Miller. Game 3, Lance Lynn. Give me Lance Lynn. That's, that's going to be tough. But uh, this is going to be a great series. I would really look forward to this. I think not only do the Dodgers still have the Brewers number from the 2018 and 2020 postseason, yeah. uh, I really like the Dodgers lineup of Mookie, uh, Freddie. You've got a huge boost in picking up J.D. Martinez. I think that could be the move that helps L.A. go far. So I'll go Dodgers in three against Milwaukee, or Dodgers in five. Oh, you have them go in the distance. Uh, yeah, I'll, I think it'll be close You think it'll of the be... pitching, but I'll go five. Okay. I'll go Dodgers in four. I just think their lineup is too good to uh, even consider Milwaukee. Milwaukee's lineup is below average, and even a weaker pitcher pitching staff and the Dodgers will be able to make quick work of them. I feel like the Brewers might get a game just from a dominant pitching performance from one of their big three, but at the end of the day, Dodgers all the way. Yeah, the Dodgers are going to run out probably their righty-heavy or their lefty um, centered lineup with all the right-handers the Brewers have. Um, so we're probably going to see less of, uh, you know, that Miguel Rojas maybe. We might, or Kike Hernandez, yeah. you know, might not be there. We're probably going to see Mookie may start, uh, and this would be wild if you said it before this year, he might start uh, game one at second base just because Jason Hayward's been that good against right-handed pitching. So if they, the Brewers throw out one of their big three, Probably going to see Jason Hayward in that starting lineup to start a playoff game. If you would have told Cubs fans that, any fa any fan <laughs> of Jason Hayward the past five years, they would have been like, your team's in shambles if you're starting Jason Hayward, but that's not the case. He's been really good offensively. We got J.D. Martinez back, um, and he's just gone out there and hit 33 bombs. Unbelievable. His highest total since, like, I don't know, 2018 probably? Been a while. I got the others in four. I do think that the... One of the big three is going to steal a game for Milwaukee. They're going to put on a performance, but if Bobby Miller and Clayton Kershaw can do what they've been doing all year and shut down pitching, you can have Emmett Sheehan, Ryan Pepio, Ryan Yarbrough out of the bullpen. It's going to be a deeper bullpen for L.A. Uh, no, not, not than the Brewers, but it's going to be a deeper bullpen than some people might think just because of all the youth the Dodgers have. So I got Dodgers in four. Um, and when you go to the bottom half, Atlanta, Philly, we all had, right? Mm -hmm. It's going to be a rematch of last year's NLDS. What are we thinking? Uh, I mean, obviously, it's hard to pick against the Braves because you've seen all the headlines. Acuna, uh, one of the best individual seasons we've seen in a long time. Uh, the Braves, everyone's declaring them one of the best regular season teams we've seen. Uh, in recent baseball history. And, I mean, especially with more motivation going up against the team that embarrassed, <coughs> embarrassed them in the NLDS last year. 
I think I'll go Atlanta, but I'm going to go another series in <coughs> five. I like uh, Philly's pitching a lot again. Uh, they're going to put up a fight with uh, the in, in division tension. But uh, this is going to be definitely one to watch. But I'll, I'll go Atlanta, at least making it as far as the NLCS. <coughs> yeah. I will. <clears throat> Sorry. I have a little bit of a cough. Um, this, this is going to be a war. Um, the Phillies, like I said earlier, are kind of being the slept-on team in these playoffs. Um, don't get me wrong, the Braves are just a total wagon. Um, they have, like, what, three different 40 home run hitters? Yeah. So... Probably the best offense in baseball, and their pitching staff has been shaky at times. Strider and yes. Warren have been kind of susceptible to. Not sure how much I trust Strider right now. Smacked around, but I feel like at the end of the day, that, that Braves offense much better than it was last year because Acuna wasn't doing this, Matt Olson wasn't doing this, Ozuna wasn't doing like no one was doing what they were doing last year. Everyone just kind of progressed, and. Um, Feel like they'll take down Philadelphia in four games. Who was the one that was going to be? Was it Freed or Morton that was going to be not available for that division? I I remember seeing that one of them got hurt recently. Uh, I don't remember who. I'm uh, not, I don't, I didn't know they were going to be missing. Okay, Max Freed lining up for game two. I believe it must have been Morton then. I think it is Morton. I I know he's hurt. Uh, I didn't know it was going to take him out until. Yeah, so he is on IL. So that's... Yeah, he was on the 15-day IL as of the 24th. That means Morton will miss Atlanta's NLDS. So, Morton, yeah, he's going to be gone for that series. Um, so they'll go probably Strider, or Freed, Strider, yeah. Elder. Bryce Elder, yeah. Kyle Wright. They, they can definitely manage their way through. Yeah. I think this one also goes the distance, uh, just like some of the series in the AL. But I think Atlanta's going to pull it out. They, they got guys who have done it. At a much better, I mean, not much better, but they've had guys who who've done it at a high level before, and you know they're only a year, um, not two years removed off of their World Series ring. Mm-hmm. So you know they got guys who have done it, but it's going to come down to offense, and there's not an offense I would bet on, uh, or this is not an offense I would bet against, because um, you got like you said. Multiple guys with 40 home runs. Um, and you got the most runs in all of baseball. It's going to be tough to beat and tough to hold them down for a whole five-game series. Give me Atlanta. Which means, surprise, surprise, we got yet another matchup in the NLCS. Dodgers-Braves. I wonder who I'm going with. What do you think, Keenan? Uh, well, they're both, obviously, they're the two best teams in NL. And both the AL and NL, we've got the two best teams, at least you and I know of. Yeah. If I had to pick between the Dodgers and the Braves, I think it's going to be a repeat of what we saw when the Braves visited L.A. at Dodger Stadium. I think the lack of, and it's not necessarily their fault, I think the injuries are going to rear their ugly head for L.A. starting pitching. Uh, you got a guy like Lance Lynn going up against some of the best home run hitters in the game. Uh, it's going to be a close series, but I just think the Braves, they're going to take it to the World Series. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. I, <laughs> I think the, neither pitching staff is among the best in the league, but I trust the Braves this much more, and um, I think their lineup is also better. I feel like, uh, I feel like they're just better set, and um, 
when it comes down to it, they'll, they'll have home field, and I think it'll be a tight series. I think mm -hmm. it'll be a very exciting baseball, but I just I don't really see a way where the Dodgers can uh, beat them unless, you know, you get some really good simultaneous production from Freeman and Betts. Yeah, you're going to need them to play the series of kind of all of this. They're going to have to have the best series out of anyone in this entire playoff if they're going to want to beat Atlanta because they're going to need to score that offense. Um, season series this year, Dodgers took um, two out of three in Atlanta in mid or at the end of May, but I don't know if everyone saw the series to start off September. Um, Atlanta dominated those first three games, and the Dodgers only won the fourth one on a travel day there. It's going to be tough. This is a totally unbiased pick. I say Dodgers in seven. They <laughs> Lance, the, the one thing that would kill us is if Lance Lynn, the guy who's given up the most home runs in all of baseball, all he's got to do is face guys like Ronald Acuna, 41 home runs. Matt Olson, 54. Uh, Marcelo Zuna, Austin Riley, 38 and 37. That's all Zuna they got. got the 40 after today. Oh, they... He homered twice mm -hmm. today. Oh, that's all they got. If Lance Lynn can have one good start, one good start that series, give me five innings, two runs allowed. That's, that's all. That's a lot to ask for. That is, that a, is lot. a lot to ask No, for. no, five innings, two runs allowed, but they're both solo homers. <laughs> like Acuna to start off the game and Olsen in the fifth, right after... That's a lot to ask to shut it down, but Olsen's a guy who does strike out a little bit. Osuna and Riley are the same. Acuna, though, if he gets on base, just like Corbin Carroll, it's almost an automatic. I mean, it's even more yes. of an yeah. automatic double for him because he gets on base even, even more <coughs> than Corbin Carroll, but also he hits 41 bombs. So I have Dodgers in seven, totally unbiased. So just for the record... I am going to go with a Houston versus Atlanta rematch of the 2021 World Series. Uh, Noah is going to go with a rematch of the 2017 Classic Series between yeah. the Astros and the Dodgers. And Andrew, you're going to go with the brand new and should be a great series between the Rays and the Braves. Yes. Yeah, that's a fantastic bet. I would I wouldn't complain even as an Astros fan. I I would love a Braves I, I, versus. Yeah. I'll enjoy Braves. either three of those series. We we've, we've gone through all the teams. We'll just go through for these for this series last World Series. We'll just go through um, predictions and how many games. Yeah. I think Dodgers over Astros in six. <laughs> I'm gonna say it. I had to. I'll go. I'm gonna go Braves over Houston in six. And then when it. Uh, the Braves in the Rays, I'll take the Braves in five. Yeah, Braves versus Rays, I feel like the Atlanta offense would, would absolutely obliterate the um, Tampa Bay pitching staff mm -hmm. at that point. Um, but we're going to move on to kind of a little game we're going to do. We'll run through it kind of quick because uh, we're at about 45 minutes here. But uh, a little MLB postseason homer draft. So we're going to field a nine... Uh, team squad, and we're gonna get a point for every home run, home run that our team hits. So we're gonna pick uh, one uh, of the eight position players, or have a guy at each one of the eight positions, plus a DH. Does a DH have to be a DH? It doesn't have to be a DH. So you can be playing as long as as long as they played like forty games at a position, and then DH you can have anyone. So problem is, if you're gonna pick a guy like you know Corbin Carroll, say. 
could be done after just two games. Exactly. You're going to want to pick guys that probably stick around long. Only rules we got, uh, pretty much, you can't pick more than two guys from a team. So if you already have Osuna and Acuna, you can't be taking Olsen. I don't think he would be on the board at that point. <coughs> We're going to do state draft. We'll go Keenan, myself, Andrew, and then he'll take us back uh, for three and four. I'll go five, six, and then we'll just go forward. Uh, we'll go through kind of quick. Pretty much we know why you're picking the guy. He hits a yeah. ton of bombs. But, yeah, we can talk a little bit about our few, first few picks, maybe every so often. Yeah, we'll try to make it kind of short. Fun, yeah, but... we'll post these little graphics on our Instagram. Um, first to third pod, all spelled out. Mm-hmm. What, what do you guys think? Keenan, first pick in this draft. I gotta go, Cunha. I mean, the guy's a monster. Uh, I mean, um, I think he's gonna be on the team that is gonna go the furthest, and he's the best player in the National League by far. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'll go Cunha pick one. I had Los Angeles making it all the way. I think Mookie Betts. He's had a totally resurgent year in terms of the power numbers, and... I got him playing in the World Series. I don't know if there's going to be a better guy out there to do it. I got Mookie Betts. Um, my pick, I think I'll go with... I'll go with Matt Olsen. Matt Olsen, yeah. League leader in home runs. Braves players are going to be a hot commodity mm-hmm. here. Um, and in terms of... This. Oh, also, outfielders, you can make your outfield any way you want, so it doesn't have to be just, yeah. okay. uh, you know. Bets, I could have them anywhere in the outfield. Um, but you got the wraparound picks, so you get a second one. And I will take um, Jordan Alvarez. Yeah, that was going to be my next pick. Uh, you want him at DH or in the outfield? Um, give him the outfield for now. Yeah, you can switch it up if you want later. Uh, yeah, Jordan was probably going to be... Uh, my next pick, because, you know, he's had a really good season. Um, even, you know, not... Been limited by injury, but... Yeah. yeah still, the number's crazy. Just Ooh. just don't chuck Robbie Ray out of the bullpen against him. I remember watching that live. It was... Um, Something else. Yeah, I don't know. That was, that was tough. So who you got, Noah, with your second pick? I think... I gotta go with a Brave here. Um... Give me Riley. I, I really do like Austin Riley. Okay. Um, he's really good at third base. Uh, yeah. I'm going to want to lock down that position. Give me AR 27. I also want to pick uh, a Brave, but I feel like uh, I'm just going to lock down. I'm going to lock down Tucker. I'm going to get Kyle Tucker, another outfield piece. That's who kind of I was I was thinking of. I, uh, I don't know. It was... It was tough to pick between them. I went Riley. You go Tucker, you got another pick here. Uh, for this one, I'm going to go with the... Uh, man, I, it's either uh, Ozuna or Alvis, but I feel like I think he's gone too far. Give me Freeman. I'm going to give... You're going to... I'm going to take Freeman. Freddie Freeman off the board. I, I like that pick. Totally unbiased. Um, <laughs> I do like the Dodgers getting taken off the board. Um... I don't like him, but I think he will hit home runs, and I think he's getting to the NLCS. I'll take Marcelo Zuna. That's why I avoided taking him. I was like, man, am I really going to draft a Zuna? I, he'll be my DH. Um, yeah. I, I think they're just going to be in it for so long. 
and they're going to take that NLCS to probably six or seven. I'll take Osuna. I'll take Bryce Harper with my first pick. And then with my second pick, give me... A DH you want him? Or an outfield? Um, outfield for now. I can go back and change it, right? Yeah. Okay. And then for my other pick, um, this is tough because I... Just to put it out there, I'm, I'm stuck between Isak Paredes and Max Muncy because they're like the two premier third basemen when it comes to hitting home runs. But you know, I'll go with Max Muncy. You go Maxwell. I he was probably the next Dodger I was gonna take. Um, you know, average is not there if you just look at that, but he draws walks. He hits well. He hits for power. He's gonna be doing it for LA at third base. Um, you know what, I'm going to change Osuna to go to the outfield because I'm going to pick one of the better DHs in all of baseball this year. Give me my guy, J.D. Martinez. Took my pick right from under me. I, I have a J.D. Martinez jersey. There was no way I would let him slide another <laughs> spot. Um, he's just had, he's been banged up a little bit, but one of the better DHs out there. Let's see. Um... This is tough because we've got already the top four Dodgers, most of the best Braves gone. Uh, for next pick, I, I feel like i, I got to be Homer just because I feel like he's going to go deep. Give me a... Uh, let me think. Screw it. I'll go, I'll go Altuve. Jose Altuve. Didn't hit any bombs last postseason. Nope, but I feel like he's due. Uh, but I feel like I'm a, I have to circle back and go with the... Uh, the Rays, because I think they're going to go pretty deep in this postseason. Let me, uh, yeah, let me look at their lineup. They're going to be running out. Uh, that's not the Braves. I saw Willie Adamas and... There we yeah. go. Ooh, I'm going to go... Uh, I'll go Randy or Rosarena. That's a good one. Uh, playoff Randy is kind of a real thing. Um, that'll be your outfield kind of set there. Um... Next one. I really just want to take Jorge Soler just because what he did in 2021. Mm -hmm. Miami's not going to be making it past the first round, though, so that's not really a good option. I've already used my top four picks on two Dodgers, two Braves, so I got the field now. Rutschman doesn't really hit for power. Give me... Someone had to do it. Give me Kyle Schwarber. Yeah, I got an outfield spot for him. I was hoping I could get him as my DH. Yeah, I'll take Schwarber. And Schwarbombs in the uh, NLDS, hopefully a few of them. You got two here, Andrew. I'll go my first pick. I'll go with Ozzy Albies. It's a, uh, that's your second brave there, so you got a good little second baseman. And then my other pick, I'll go with... Shoot, um... Altuve is off the board. Yeah, Altuve is off the board. Is you should pick some Brewers. I heard they're really good on them. <laughs> yeah. Um. Only one guy above twenty, and it's not even Christian Yelich. That's that was crazy. I didn't, I didn't even know that specific stat. I knew they were bad, but not that bad. Yeah, it's uh, it's been kind of tough for them. 
Here I'll go with uh, Isak Paredes. Isak, uh, yeah. Isak Paredes. I like PH. it. Yeah, he's you know kind of been one of the more underrated guys for uh, Tampa, but you know should be a, a good little postseason run for him. You know, you gotta think they're gonna be. You know, depending on how you think it, a little bit of a deep playoff run. Um, Texas shortstop. I, I have. Uh, Toronto moving on, but I don't know. This is kind of where we get into the weeds of who we're thinking. Yeah, these are like the completely objective picks. Trey Turner. I mean, he he kind of had a rough 2021 postseason. But he's lived alive ever since that standing ovation. Yeah, it's, he's been a different man. You've just you've just baited me into taking Trey Turner, and I'm not I'm not opposed to it. Don't be my shortstop. I ride with the former Dodger. Great. Okay. Did I take your pick? Uh, I was hoping Trey would follow me. Well, you can't just you can't hype up a guy and expect <laughs> me not to take him. You got two here. Okay, so are we like playing all positions? Yeah, you got to pick a catcher at some point. You know what? I'll go Sean Murphy then. Probably got the. Yeah, there's there's three catchers I think that are pretty good for this. Uh, you got another one? Okay, uh, I'm gonna mix it up a little bit. Uh, show me. Um, Show me the Phillies lineup. I want to see. I want to see who they got. Ooh, is that a DH spot? So. Hmm. Got third base open as well. Third base is open. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, actually. Screw it. You know what? I'll go Gunder Henderson. Gunder. Oh, you're taking a little bit of the, the baby, uh, baby birds in your lineup. Just planning on them going deep, and I I think out of anyone can hit bombs it'd probably be him where do you got him playing shortstop or third he can play either i would do sh i'll do shortstop yeah that's probably a better option um i've used trey and i've used schwarber so i've used six of my picks on three teams i need to spread out in terms of kind of my range here um and when i look at teams that are going to be going deep i do always circle back to houston do i want to go with Alex Bagman, no, not really. Jose Abreu, he, he's been great. <laughs> he's had a few good ones. Give me on your DS. You're, you're banking on him playing. I get it. But I have to figure that even though he won't get to play every game, he will get to be making a deep playoff from I haven't been making the World Series, so okay. I think he'll get a few opportunities. All right. Well, I'll go with my first pick, or pick right here. Uh, Corey Seager on the board. He is, oh. all, he is still on the board. Yeah, give me that's, Corey Seager. That's a great pick. Yeah, that's going to be a, a pretty good shortstop for you. And then JT Ramuto catching. Yeah, I kind of was stuck between him. Um, yeah, you only have Harper, so. One of the better catchers out there for the past, oof. I mean, he's he's running near a decade now being being a pretty decent catcher. Love, love me some JT. Yeah, he's, he's, a he's really catcher. good. Uh, I still have first base open. Could go someone like Ryan Mountcastle. Oh, Rowdy Tellez is always <laughs> on the board. Rowdy Tellez would be an interesting pick. Oh, Christian Walker. If the Diamond, if I had the Diamondbacks making an NLCS, I might pick him. But whew, might I have to? Do I think he hits a bomb off Kershaw if they happen to make it? Oh. I would I don't want to bet on it. But 
Really? Oh, I could go. Yandy Diaz would count as first base. That, I can't believe he fell that far. So Yandy Diaz, right. give me him. I'll take him as my first baseman. That's that's a great player. Yeah. Uh, I need. I still need a DH. Um, and I, you got DH I'll, and you got third. I hate. I got Last two picks. I gotta pick him. So give me El Bombi for my DH. Okay. I think this is only because he is a great home run hitter. I just don't know how deep he's gonna go, but yeah, give me, give me Adolis for my DH. Garcia, yeah, he, he can hit him out, it's, but uh, Texas is kind of big outfield. Yeah, uh, so I'm left with uh, what I got, third base. Third baseman. <laughs> you got guys like Alec Bohm on the board, I guess. Bohm, uh, Semyon. Semyon uh, shoots from second base. Oh, he's second yeah, baseman, second that's right. Yeah. Uh, you got Matt Chapman still. Uh, I don't know if there's... 17 home runs in the entire postseason. That's pretty rough. The regular season, yeah. It's, uh, I mean, yeah. Screw it. You know what? I will take Alec Baum. You will? You, well, I okay. gotta, I'm going to get a Philly on my team. Like a Philadelphia player. I like their odds of at least making it to the NLDS. He was, a, he was the guy who got the opposite of... Uh, or, well, he, he, uh, he, he got mad at the city of Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, he's had a decent little run here. Who do I got? I need... A second baseman. I would pick Eddie Julian. Oh no, I messed up. I messed up. <laughs> um, you know what? It's okay because I don't want to. You don't want to spoil it here. No, Eric. Uh, I'll just let you pick. I got Ketel Marte. Okay. I think even though they they won't be making it too far, I gotta I gotta pick someone who uh, is a more of a veteran and can probably get it done in the playoffs, even though he hasn't been there in a while. So my final pick, I need a third outfielder. Yeah, you're running with okay. two right now, and you got Anthony else. Santander. You're picking up one of the other uh, Orioles. That's he's been really good. Him, Hayes, and Mullins are uh, pretty lethal outfield. Uh, I didn't spell that right. Whatever, that's fine. Um, <coughs> we'll go to, through. I wanted to pick Bregman. Bregman, I thought about making my third base, but oh, I've already got two Astros on my team. I don't want to seem like a total homer. Yeah, well, then, yeah, you can only pick two. I, th I think we went with yeah, yeah. all two each. I don't think anyone picked more than two per team, and if you did, oh well. Uh, we'll go through our teams. I got Yiner Diaz catching from first to third. I have Yandy Diaz, um, Gatel Marte, Trey Turner, and Austin Riley. And in the outfield, I got uh, probably going to, I would put Mookie Betts in center, uh, Osuna, would be in left and Schwarber in right with J.D. Martinez in my DH. I'd say that's pretty good. You want to read out your, your team? Yeah, so I'll do the same thing you did. Yeah. So I'll start with behind the plate. we got Sean Murphy, uh, first baseman, Freddie Freeman, second baseman, Jose Altuve, shortstop, Gunnar Henderson, third baseman, Alec Bohm. Uh, I'll have Acuna, Tucker, and Randy Rosarina manning the outfield. Yeah. I got Romuto behind the plate, uh, first base, Matt Olson, second base, Ozzy Albies. Third base, Max Muncy. Shortstop, Corey Seager. Um, in the outfield, we have Jordan Alvarez, Bryce Harper, Anthony Santander, and DHing Isak Paredes. This is going to be a really, really fun postseason. Kind of a long first episode, but uh, we'll keep you updated with the Homer Draft. Go to our Instagram, uh, at first to third pod on Instagram. All spelled out, so F-I-R-S-T-T-O-T-H-I-R-D pod, P-O-D, uh, all one uh, phrase on Instagram. Um, 
yeah, we'll, we'll put some graphics on there with our full teams, and you guys will get to see them out on the field. Uh, exciting, exciting playoffs. Um, I, I haven't felt this confident yeah. in the Dodgers. Well, actually, no, I feel this confident in them every year, mm-hmm. and they find ways to uh, disappoint. <laughs> It'll be very interesting. Yeah. At least you're honest. Yeah. yeah, it should be a fun postseason. Can't wait for episode two. Yeah? Oh, yeah. We'll be back probably after... We'll be back at some point next week. Yeah. Uh, probably... The games play out a little bit. Yeah, yeah, let them play out, get some reactions, um, and then we'll finally get to see uh, how this NLDS plays out. And I'm praying, I'm praying I get to see playoff baseball here in Arizona when they play the Dodgers because it could be a clincher or it could be like last year where the Padres uh, beat us in San Diego. Who knows? All right. Thank you, everyone, for watching or listening if you're on Apple or Spotify. We'll catch you guys next time.